The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're just three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today we're going back to July 15th, 2001. Ooh, energy baby. Love it. Dude, I'm, you know what? Energy I have baby. a whole new thing. I got a new shtick today. It's not a new shtick, but you know what? I'm sick of Sundays. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's the Lord's Day. Not much happens on Sundays. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah and, yeah, and And I've been getting all these like, you know, like weird facts. So... I actually subscribed to an old newspaper archive thing. So I, let's play. I got to okay. get, I, you know, you guys no, give me shit. Good for you. Facts, That's amazing. Right? Yeah. You know? We're still going to so, give you shit, but congratulations. We're, we're doing a little live <laughs> game over here where I'm actually going to pull up some of the headlines from that day. Oh, and like uh, and uh, just just mention a quick little one. You know, what, the, what's the, the one day? That, what day did this come out? This July 15th of 2001. All right. Because there was literally All nothing right. else that All happened. Right. No one died in poor, no one anything. But there's some great headlines like. Dumb and Dumber, Confessions of an Ex-Junketeer. Wonder what that's about. Huh. Ah. Um, China boots yeah, American that's... after Olympian effort. Luck hmm. lands in Lizzie's lap. Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie who? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> so where this is going. Headlines right now. You know what? I like this because I like pretending like I know. Lizzie Grubman, you know? Mm. Yeah, good old Lizzie Grubman. But uh, yeah, so sure. far Lizzie and her father, Alan, the car insurance in his name had been sued for $65 million by just three victims. I have no other context to it, but those were our nice little headlines of the day. Those are the ones that caught my attention. <laughs> I like it. Honestly, Chris, I love this shit. Well know. done. I want to yeah. know about the meth addi- addiction and Jim Carrey. That's what I want to know. Yeah, the about. Dumb and Dumber. That's what I was addiction. thinking, too. Yeah, him and that Jeff Daniels. Cool. You know what? I tried to read that last night, and it literally made zero sense. So I, I just it was a nice sounding headline, but that was about it. Anyways. Um, I, I did before we move on. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up one of our listeners who uh, had sent us an email to jackasspod at gmail.com. And it was basically a full on review of Jackass, the movie first oh, time Joey Greco, I bet? it was, was it was at, yeah. it was at not Joey Greco Joey. on Instagram, but he had sent this a while ago. The first time he said it, he, he mistyped our email address. The second time it went to our junk. So we just got it, but it was his review. Um, in it, he mentioned that uh, in the Viva La Bam days, like back when he was watching Viva La Bam, he found Don Vito's number and called him. Which what? I, I couldn't <laughs> no, don't believe do that. that's the don't only that. context he gave me. I like, yeah, that's definitely a trap. And you're probably Ooh. on a watch list somewhere, Joey. But uh, speaking of watch lists, thanks for putting us on yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, yeah, that's that about adds up, I'd say. Uh Listen, Chris, I like the new segment. I like where things are going. Good improvements. But next time, could you please turn it into more of like a uh, uh, Nicolas Cage and National Treasure kind of deal where we have to put the pieces together? <laughs> well, I was actually uh, going to say three and see which ones were actually the real ones. But, you know, who knows? We'll see if we have a good fun fact. We'll do that. Otherwise, we'll pull up a few yeah, uh, just wacky headlines. Full of ideas, Chris. I What's love that? It. Was that motherfucker in National Treasure and The Da Vinci Code? He was, wasn't he? Da Vinci Code. It's like the Code. same fucking movie, isn't it? Nicolas Cage? No, Tom yeah. Tom Hanks Tom was Hanks. in Da Vinci Code. But he did, uh, have, okay. he did have the same hairstyle, so right. I, I see what you're saying there. <laughs> Pretty much the no, same dude, guy. Nicolas Cage on. in the 90s, man, was the coolest fucking human being alive. I don't care <laughs> what anybody was. says. Best actor of all time. You Ooh, know Keanu's going to take like that a, personally. Oh, fuck, Keanu. Hey, shit. Yeah. Sorry, bud. If you're listening, Keanu, uh, you know... Keep us on your watch list. And also uh, tell me how you stay uh, looking so young because I yeah, would love fucking, to know. 
the cure to immortality. That man has it for sure. Welcome to Jackass, by the way. This is Season 3, Episode 4. We're at the halfway point now. And uh, what better way to kick off another episode of the show than with a selfie cam cum slide? Ooh, yeah, nice okay. and creamy. That looks like my, fun. My question, Jay, was... What? what what kind of slide is that? And I wrote down cum slide as well. And I definitely <laughs> would white. know for sure if that was a cum slide, you know, just, you know, experience tells. But OK, I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah. At least they're I mean, unless they're selling bottles of cum at Costco in bulk, like we'll see in a minute, uh, it could be lube. But, you know, let's let's leave it up to the imagination. Let's go pig cum, maybe. Pig cum. They had some maybe leftover. pig cum. I forgot about the pig cum. With the I pig imagine cum, though, pig cum they go down tastes this. like bacon. It, it would have to taste like bacon. It looks like it does. Uh, they, I, I think like you go down the slide, if there's pig cum, you're getting stuck to the slide halfway through, right? Like it's not going to be a lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what I liked about this is that you get the intro. Johnny Knoxville says, welcome to Jackass. And it's the selfie cam down this slide into the lake. What I loved, though, is that immediately after the opening credits, they're just right back to where we opened the show. Totally. And it felt good. Like it everybody's did. out here having a good time. It's a sunny day. You've got the whole crew on order here. They're lubing up this slide uh it's so slippery that like i think they overdid the pig come a little bit because dunn is like <laughs> slipping around on the edge he falls in the lake bam's laughing at him but then he loses his balance right after dunn falls in the fucking lake everybody's howling fucking love this it's just basically a day out at the beach let's slide down the slide and and fuck around and it had a really good vibe to it good way to just open get the covered show. and come with the boys you know <laughs> what fucking what better yeah. day can you ask for a nice sunny day <laughs> Plus, it was we're, we're, we're treated to another uh, uh, couple stunts of the ramp, the the infamous loop that yeah. they did uh, earlier. Was that season one or Jackass won the movie? I actually can't remember off the top yeah, of my head. That's a good head, question. But, or season two. But yeah. but look, I'm glad we're back here and they keep getting use out of it. Clearly, they probably spent like half of MTV's budget at the time. Uh, <laughs> but just again, just 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 dudes having fun. It was a great time. Yeah. Dude, I love this one. Aaron was fit in this. Did you notice that? Dangerous. Like he was yeah, slim. He was like had a speed on. He looked like, you know, like he, he didn't see much another, of his face maybe, but everything else, he was looking pretty, pretty sexy. He is another very good episode here. And I'm wondering yeah. if we're just now noticing how good he he is, like not just as a character, but like just as a as a crew member. Like, you know, everyone says he stole the show in Jackass forever. But like, was he secretly sh- stealing the show in earlier episodes as well? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he definitely was. Is it because he got so much good content because they were always fucking picking on picking on him? Like, there's another great example of picking on him in this in, oh, this, yeah. show, in this as well yes. uh, towards the end. But it's <laughs> yep. just he he's number one down for anything. He's got a really good attitude considering everything, and I think it's like you know he's starting to work his way into potentially my favorite jackass guy. Man, he's up as, there. As we're going back and watching everything, he's up sure. there. And, he's sporting uh, the look now too. He's starting to come into his identity in terms of those pink uh, speedos that he wears. <laughs> yeah, so great. You, you like see him in this episode, and you're like, ah, yeah, that's that's how I remember. Danger you see them Aaron, a couple times in this know. episode, eh? You um, do. It and you also get the appearance of uh, of one of my most iconic. And I don't know if he shows up like this again, but I remember Garbage Man, Chris Pontius as Garbage Man, so <laughs> oh, you well. Do. <laughs> you do? Yeah, yeah. Do you not, Chris? Oh, I love no, it. I actually wrote in my notes. It's funny. Is this the first time we've ever seen? the character garbage man from Pontius. And do we ever see it again? I I don't, in my mind, he's so prevalent because I remember garbage man, but it may just be from this one. I do think, you know why you remember it, Mikey? Because I, you were fucking jerking to it so hard as yeah, a kid, it's imprinted in your I brain. Was. And just it was a little piece but, of garbage bag hanging off. But hanging it wasn't cock. Yeah, it wasn't gay because you can't see his dick. So it's not gay. Um, and I say that because uh, there's a moment in this which reminds me of like this era of jackass where anytime they're about to do something with two dudes, they have to clarify to the camera that they're like, 
this oh, is yeah, going to be know. pretty gay, isn't it? Wink. It's as though to say, yeah, like, we know time. what we're doing, but we're not gay. I, what I loved about Jackass Forever is they stop having that little footnote and they just do it because it's like, of course it's not. It's just it's just nudity. Like, it's fine, guys. Don't worry. Mm. We don't care, it's, it's, Johnny, that your mom's going to judge you for it. Yeah, I think Wild Boys is when they really just like, you know what we're doing? We're so aggressive with this and it's so funny. And this is literally the concept of our entire show. We don't yeah. even need to clarify anymore. That's when I think they kind of came in their own with that idea. Totally, totally. The other one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right though, Mikey, because John even says to the camera, my mom is going to hate this piece. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there is that. They're all very uh, panicked about it, which there's no need to be. It's like you said, it's just a fun day out at the beach getting covered and cum with the boys. There's nothing wrong with that, all right? Uh, but I love here that, like I said, you get the whole crew on offer. You've even got Wee Man and Preston doing the slide out here today. Um, it's just great to see the crew together and like there's no... There's n- there's not uh, a frowny face in the fucking group. Everybody's well, Preston, just having a Preston's great time. frowning. Preston looks very oh, nervous to do. Though. It's isn't he like isn't he? <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't. I would be excited to do this. I would be. I would be like this. You're not really gonna hurt yourself. Like, what's gonna happen? You're on a slip and slide. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. But he looks again kind of miserable, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Lighten up. You're about to have the time of your life. Mikey, you might be able to answer this question because you were talking about laws of gravity and all this weird science shit. What? In past episodes, 100% okay. Newton's falling dis- dimensions and whatever. Oh, that right. Shit when that I talked about, about Newton's falling dimensions. Yes, I remember talking um, about Newton's falling dimensions. Well, how is how it possible that Wee Man and Preston, since we're talking about Preston, literally had the exact same the, launch trajectory? Dude, it uh, physically makes no sense to in me. In my mind, <laughs> when I knew that they were both going, I was like, I would have loved to have paused before each of theirs and taken bets on who goes farther, and they go the exact same. The exact same. same. That it was like the same no type of launch, the same speed, the same everything, and I, was, I just don't understand how that's possible. I would have thought Preston would go faster and farther, to be 100%, honest. 100%. That's what I was thinking. Usually you the know bigger what? the guy on a slip and slide, the further they go. But. but here's here's the thing. There's also more weight to shoot up into the air. So maybe the reason why the amount of air was the same was because you get Preston going faster, but he's got too much weight to carry a long distance. You got Wee Man going slower, but he's got less weight to carry. So that ends up being the same equation. And that's that's Newton laws, Newton's law of drop, whatever the fuck you said. I said that's the physical that's the drop theory. reality. I think the physical drop reality, Newton's physical drop reality. Uh, yeah. of, of the situation. I liked it when Johnny Knoxville rode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he winded himself so bad. Oh, oh, you're talking when they when Garbage Man and uh, and and Johnny Knoxville went. That was good. But when yeah. when Johnny Knoxville goes from the top ramp and jumps down and like oh, that was cool too. Clearly yeah. wins himself. Dude, that would be so hard to drop in because everything in your mind is telling you don't jump too too aggressively because the more you jump, the more it's going to hurt. But the the if you don't jump enough, you do exactly what Johnny and yes. almost everybody else did. And they get caught up on the lip. If you really commit to that, it's going to be perfectly fine. But t- try telling yeah. your brain that. Yes, it's, it's not a very easy situation. I try telling yeah. your brain a lot of things, Chris, and it's fucking hard. It always, it always looks worse when you're standing up there, you know. Uh, but I think we got to keep the show rolling here, boys. Why don't we give this one a quick rating? Uh, Mikey, what'd you think of slip and slide? You know what? I, I had a good time with it. it. You know, there was a, there was a decent amount of personality. What a fun way to start the show. And as we got into some of our ratings in the last few episodes, I think we were a little bit harsh on some of them because there weren't any like big ticket stunts. Uh, 
And I don't think every jackass stunt needs to be a big ticket stunt, but it helps when there is something that's a little bit more significant because these ones can just kind of exist as they are. And it doesn't try to be too much. And because of that, I'm giving it actually a seven and a half out of 10 uh, because it was just an overall good time. You know, could it have been better? Maybe. I don't know how, but I don't think they were trying to be the best stunt of the show this time. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I'm giving the exact same score. Um, it just, it's a great day. It's a great day. You know, it's, I love these times when there's a whole bunch of them, everyone's together, their personalities are shining through. It doesn't need to be some crazy. I don't need to see them fly 30 feet in the air. I'll get bonus points for that. And here comes Jay. He's like, I loved it as well. Three and a half out of 10. (laughs) Jay, what are you giving this one? Uh, God damn it. You, you took the words right at now. I'm just kidding. Um, I, I liked it just because it was fucking fun and it felt good to feel good. God damn it. But it doesn't deserve a seven and a half. I'm sorry. I love you guys. But uh, <laughs> yeah, probably just a six for me. You know me. I'm a hard marker. You are a hard marker, man. I, I'd be uh, I'd be sad to be in your uh, your classroom of Newton's physical reality. You're um, you're as hard of a marker as Mikey's dick in a playground. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. It's all true. Um, I gotta say though that on this next one, uh, this is this is this is great, guys. Interstitials on Jackass can be hit or miss. They just really can. Because you only got a small window to fill, maybe ten, maybe thirty seconds. You gotta come up with something good right out of the gate. This one doesn't do a lot. But Knoxville tying his shoes and putting his ass on people at the cafe, it's like a game of, of uh, bum bum chicken. I love it. <laughs> bum, bum My bum is on your face. My bum is on your face. That's when you when as soon as Jay said that, I'm like, that sounds like a Tom Green reference. And, and there you go with the bum is, bum is on your lips. Yeah. And then he steals the umbrella. This was a weird one, but I was cu- it had my curiosity peaked the entire time. Well, what I, what I loved about this is thinking about it from this perspective. He held it the absolute maximum length you can. Before someone's like, okay, something's going on here. And then just walks away. <laughs> to this day, that guy probably has no idea he was on a TV show. Because they weren't going through getting people to sign yeah, shit off at these yeah, early were. days. No, yeah, a lot were. of them. I, <clears throat> no. They, a lot of this, the crowd work they did, they just realized they weren't that big. They weren't doing the sign-offs. They were just taking a game. Well, if there was like a big stunt or something. But I'm sure a lot of the interstitials, they just worked it out. So this guy might. And even if he doesn't, Mikey, shut the fuck up. Let me have this. That this guy... <laughs> Just for the rest of his life, believed he got asked to face like fucking Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura for like <laughs> 20 seconds, just long enough. And then the guy walked away and never said anything again. Yeah, that's that's how it happened. Yep. yep. And it'll haunt him to this day. But mm-hmm. uh, you know what might haunt you to this day? Seeing another one of these in public stunts. It's a man in a body cast. Yes. Literally, they even cover his face getting pushed around on a stretcher. Through, you know, the streets and just basically, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to fucking ram it into things, take it down the stairs. I got to ask, though, because I actually didn't see. I was writing down. Who's it's in done. there? Ryan done. 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 I rewinded All like three right. times that's, that's trying to I figure guess. it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guess the jackass win a prize. <laughs> and uh, down the steps in public. I mean, this is just like the jackass formula, isn't it? Let's go into public, see what costume slash mode of transportation we can ride down public sets of stairs in. That's... It's a classic. And, and it's not the last time three. they ride downstairs in on 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 things that aren't supposed to be ridden downstairs in this episode. But this no. one was this one was great because it was just kind of a return to the old CKY days. You got Bam, you got I think Deco was the other guy pushing, and Ryan Dunn in, in the in the full body cast. And the they at one point when they're testing out the cast, they punch him in the nuts. And he, him as a helpless guy who's splayed out on a table, literally can't move. <laughs> And he gets in your butt. And the the sound he makes is just so he's resigned to the pain that's coming. He's he makes this like sensual grunt. He's like, uh, uh, 
And it's it, it <laughs> honestly made me rock hard. Like it was really sexy. The sound. So made. you like punching your dick too. I like punching. I yeah. like punching my dick. That's go back a couple episodes for Chris's description of what he does for whatever reason, whenever yeah, he yeah. wants. It's only See, when I you're on a vendor, it's like five in the morning and you can't get it up, you know? Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> you punch your dick. You know uh, what? You got to this... like uh, appreciate to the audio because it's so muffled under the cast that every <laughs> yes, time he groans, yes. there's just something funny about it. It sounds like it's coming from like the closet or something, you know? It's, it's awesome. Great. I actually, this one was another one where I was just kind of like, they set up the premise and I'm like, oh, I could watch this for five minutes. I'm, I'm totally here for it. You know, and I, I think that that the unsung hero of this one, obviously Ryan Dunn is the one who's taking the licks, but bam, his way of selling the accidents and like even at the end when they're like fuck i'm done with this and they just walk away and leave him in the streets like that yeah another really good way to like put a put a little bit of a button on this one instead of just fading to black but i right. i had a moment in this one where i realized how jaded i've become as a result of jackass at a certain point they're rolling him down the street and the gurney starts to drift towards the road off the sidewalk and there's cars coming and in my mind i said to myself yeah. Oh, now yes. he's going to get hit by a car. I heard. Yeah, I had the same thought. I'm and then when he joking, didn't, man. I was bummed out. I was like, <laughs> commit, like how well, shitty hey, whoa, of a whoa, person let's, am I? Let's not go that far. I mean, when I saw when I saw he didn't go into traffic, I was like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. But no, no. Yes. Eventually, <laughs> I thought that. But there was an, my instinct. You know how like when you catch yourself thinking something awful and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Uh, and, and that was it. I was like, he's drifting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, no, he's no. going to get hit by a car. I, and I see what you mean, though. Yeah, I can sympathize because yeah. like, it's jackass. You kind of expect the most ridiculous thing to happen, right? And then it doesn't. You're like, oh, that, that's strange. Why didn't that happen? Exactly. So, exactly. I totally get it. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised you guys like this. To me, this one was garbage. Whoa. I, yeah. Like, I, like it was the a stuff that's wrapped around Pontius's dick? No, that's some good. That's cleanage. Oh, that's, crap. that's the worst cleanage. joke I've ever made in my life. Wow. Garbage. Um, whatever. I got to say, no, it, Mikey, you. Sorry, Chris, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just—I was just saying it's, it's such a great premise, but they—it's like they were impatient. They—they they weren't like if they could if they took some time to really hook people into the actual joke. Like it's one thing just to—I guess you guys are looking at more—it's funny because he was helpless and he was just getting flung off it. But they set it up like it was supposed to be a, a prank on the people of the public when it's just clear they just—they weren't acting into it, and then they just started running around just hoisting him off shit. Like no one's gonna believe that that's real, and they well, it's just no, kind of like. That's, I think, why they did this, because I noticed this as well. You got to remember, we're in Jackass season three right now, and these public stunts are like in Jackass season one. This shit didn't happen when they were filming it. Now, I think Jackass yeah. is starting to be more popular. So when someone sees something absurd, they're used to hidden camera shows. They know that it's not real. So I think they made a better choice not roping the people in. And just doing it, and occasionally you get a good reaction, like the one guy who lifts lifts Dunn up off of the road and puts him back in the gurney, um, and 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 like and you get some good reactions that way. But I think if they focus too heavily on the reactions, it actually would have been a detriment to this one. I don't. Okay, well th that's why we differ, and, <laughs> and that's why we have two people on the I podcast. I really don't. You've, I just said my point. You just shut me down. You get mad that I shut you down. Fuck you know, off. you know, you know what I would Suck love about wiener. sports broadcasts is when one person says, oh, "I think that uh, LeBron James had a great game today," and Charles Barkley says, "No." That's what you just did to me. No, no I, had, I had reasoning. Yeah. I had. Re <laughs> I went on. I, I went on my it. reasoning, and then you just ignored it and then all of a sudden whatever i don't even need to argue with you you got a fucking mustache whatever <laughs> Ooh, all right all right boys actually i'm luigi i gotta, I'm the I gotta play brother. mediator i gotta play <laughs> yeah, mediator sorry, here listen 
We, I think whatever our opinions are, we can all agree that it's no Vince McMahon getting hit in the head with a bad pan by yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> that was the best. Uh, but Chris, why don't you give it a rating anyways? I'm going a 4 out of 10. All right. That is acceptable. Because, yeah, you know what? I I'm kind of you know I'm kind of right there with you on that one. I didn't I did enjoy it. Not 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 a four, but it's not as high as I thought it would be. I'm I'm gonna go for a I'm gonna go for a, a five and a half on this one. Uh, I think it was it was lacking a little bit of of activity and growth, like like leveling up. You know, I like a good stunt that starts low yeah. and ends high. So I'm giving this one. Uh, uh, what did I say? Five and a half. I'm going with a five and a half. Well, uh, as much as I did enjoy some of the minor bits, like, you know, the audio cues. Jay, you're not allowed to say you enjoy minors bits anymore. Yeah. How often do we have to <laughs> say <I did> this? <laughs> I did not say Obviously, that. Obviously, Mikey would pick up on that joke. Don't rewind <laughs> this podcast. I did not say that. I'm going to join the Foreskin Club with Chris and give it a 4 out of 10. Because, like I said, while mm. I like the audio stuff, there were some good gags. Um, yeah. I think Chris is actually right. It probably could have used a little bit of a boost in some areas. Um, but hey, a good concept. You hear I that, like Mikey? that they fucking got all the props out. Yeah, Chris, hey, up, congratulations. You, know? you scored the same as the guy who notoriously goes low on yeah, everything. That's not, not really an accomplishment. Even I can agree with that. But uh, listen, <laughs> we, uh, we got to keep rolling here because I'm ready, if you're ready, to see more Aaron in the pink Speedo. Yeah, man. Who isn't? He's going to be jumping down on a uh, snowboard and uh, hitting the mountain. So uh, I guess they just had some footage left over from the last time they did this. But there you go. We get another one of those for the interstitial. And uh, this next one, though, we're not done at the hill yet, boys. This one is the crapper sled with Steve-O. A porta potty on skis. But where's the poo? <laughs> Dude, where is the substance in general in this one? What a great fucking idea. What a great idea. I know. Yeah. Uh, and they just you know, pun intended, shit the bed on this one or shit the ski hill. Like he just goes down. He goes down once. I don't even think he's making the sounds. I was going to ask you, Jay, his, his voice in this one, is that ADR or do you think that's his actual mic picking up his voice? Yeah, I wonder too. I mean, they could have had a mic in there lapeled or something, but that's the only way you would get it that clean. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it, that, no, that's a good question. And it just, know. it felt like it didn't, it didn't fit. It honestly just felt like he went in the, the theme of, of this season so far has been Steve-O underperforming. And I mean that literally, uh, in terms of him, uh, uh, being in there and not performing as Steve-O, not being his character self, but I also mean it in terms of his stunts being disappointing. And this is another disappointing stunt for Steve-O. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw it, I'm, I'm like, name anything like name sign that goes together better than Steve-O and a porter potty. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's honestly, always the case. Honestly. It's so legendary. So I'm hyped on that. I love what I did love is that he committed to it in the sense he literally had his pants down. So like maybe he was actually trying to shit or whatever the case was. Like if, if, if they panned in there and he had his pants up like snow pants or some shit, that would have pissed me off. What, what else could you really do? Maybe build a, a proper jump or something for him to really get some air. But I mean, yeah. we're forgetting the fact that he can't see where he's going. He's going That's down a hill and, 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 and the audio never, or the video never picks up how steep hills actually are. So that mm -hmm. could have been a lot more sketchy than it, and then it panned out on camera, but it still was a little lackluster and underwhelming. Yeah, I think I think mm, the way yeah. you make it better is like like Jay said, where's the shit? There's no shit. Give me my shit. I want shit. That's what, ev Spread that's shit what everybody's asking. Yeah, everybody's been asking that question. Um, <laughs> the world is asking. The world is asking two gotta, questions. Two questions. Yeah. One, where's the shit? Two, who let Jay near my kids again? And those yeah. two questions are equally worth asking. I don't. Yeah, this Jay guy sounds like a real handful, <laughs> whoever he is. Uh, here's what I want to say about this. 
stunt is that uh, I think we got to take it into context. Like you even mentioned earlier, Mikey, this is a spectacle type of thing that you wouldn't really see this on TV. And I think it's less about the where's the poo, unfortunately, and more they were their mindset was probably something along the lines of, hey, this is a good like that's gag. enough this is something you wouldn't see on tv yeah like, no if, that's a good you point. know you, you want to get the uh you want to get the hillbillies uh excited hey margaret they got the old uh porta potty on the skis again come come and see this <laughs> get in here margaret again you know, something like that uh again it's a rerun you know <laughs> <laughs> i like the fact that these uh, hillbillies you know the hills have eyes whatever they are i'm not sure mutants of some sort uh, just sitting out there, looking out their window, constantly seeing porta potties slide down their hill. <laughs> I love that porta potty on the skis, Margaret. That's, that's something else. Now let's go have your uh, beef casserole and fuck in the fuck in the back porch. Okay, so the hills have eyes. People are still cooking beef casseroles and not like raccoon Papa's pies. Gonna give me some of that sweet moonshine poontangs you know mm, I mean? that sounds pretty good oh, actually these these like man they got night. beef casseroles they got the entertainment of sliding porta potties they're they're they got an active sex life and moonshine poontang they are yeah. living the right life no hillbillies yeah. are statistically the most uh you know health conscious of, yes of us, as we <laughs> exactly know. uh i gotta say though we're probably not gonna rate this no one, i don't think and so we spent enough time on it this next one though is definitely worth a little bit of a deep dive into. This is the human pinata. At first, I was trying to figure out what the fuck Johnny Knoxville is dressing up as. Yes, he is the aforementioned human pinata here. It's a big orange fluffy suit, so I thought he's a pumpkin, a Cheeto. Uh, can he's we decide a, this right now a, before we move pumpkin, on? He's a pumpkin, Jay. Uh, and in response to last week's episode, this is a Halloween costume. <laughs> not, <laughs> Mikey, not two it's, guys it's in July. a cow outfit. <laughs> It's July. Did someone hit you on the head? <laughs> this is more of a Halloween themed episode than the last oh one. Oh my God, for sure. That's did, a did, a little, did a little child with a baseball bat assault you because that's fucking what happens here. And there's a whole fucking <laughs> gang of them. Like these kids probably own the fucking playground. This, these mean little motherfuckers. Uh, there is a joke here that you cannot make on TV today as Johnny Knoxville loads up his suit with candy and grabs his nuts and says, this is where the candy is as we yes. cut immediately to a shot of kids with baseball bats <laughs> ready to go. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, where do they find but, you these, know, they, ki- these kids? Like, where know, do man. they find them? Honestly, this has to be like a fucking foster care school or something. These kids are fucking badass as fuck. They're angry little bastards. That's what I'm saying. Y- you know, what's funny is you guys keep saying that. I think they kind of missed out because this is another one. I, I'm very critical of a jackass stunt that doesn't have a good use of music because I think music can make most of them better. I think the sound effects were great once the kids start whacking because it's just Steve-O being hung in his pumpkin <laughs> once outfit. The with, kids start whacking. What's, what's wrong with the kids start whacking. <laughs> yeah, the truth comes out, doesn't it, Mike? <laughs> Um, they start uh whacking and smacking uh and 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 that's great the sound effects are great but in the absence of music i kind of wanted them to make the kids more vicious like like paint that like give them nicknames make one like the like like a villain of some sort i just wanted the kids to be a bit more intimidating and i know that Mm. they were laughing and having fun and that's also appealing but i thought it would have been really funny kind of like there's a movie i saw where there's this little kid who like keeps I think it's like a Will Ferrell movie and he keeps like kicking the shit out of out of one of the main characters. Oh, a little kid. yeah, that's that's that Step Brothers when he when he puts his face in the white poo. <laughs> that's what, one of them. Yeah, there's there's another one where the kid gets to taser the, the main character of the movie. I think yeah. maybe 21 Jump Street, actually, where the kid who's like snitches on them and then gets to tase yeah, them. Yeah. And he's like, anyway, that's no, more of the tone familiar. that I wanted. Yeah, yeah, this this was. 
no, this was a great, a great fucking idea. And the execution could have been a bit better, but I still thought it had enough, especially towards the end, getting a shot of like seven kids beating Johnny with baseball bats as he's <laughs> on the ground in the fetal position. A plus. Yeah. 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 Dude, and I would say, Mikey, I know, I know that uh, you of all people are not intimidated by kids whacking at your crotch no. and nuts and stuff. <laughs> but, nope. Been uh, there, done that. Hey, baby, if you want to play ping pong, I'll play ping pong. With you, baby. <laughs> you send that ball back whenever you're ready. I'm waiting. Uh, but listen, I uh, I got to say real quick about this thing. Um, it's from The Hangover, sorry. The movie's from The Hangover. And the kid tases uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what right. it was. He walks by, yeah, he sees yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was killing me. Thank you so much. I couldn't concentrate on anything until we got that past me. That one little, it was a little fucking fat ginger kid, yes, too. Eh? exactly. And he exactly. just gives him that eye. And he's like, what's I knew, I knew I had to say Brad, Brad, Bradley Cooper was like so jacked up. He was like staring at the kid, yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. 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 I knew I had to say it because I saw, Chris, you tuned the fuck out. And we're just looking down at your phone. I was just trying oh, to think. Of that. Yes, thank you. Great movie, Mikey with the save. I gotta say, they you mentioned in the last one with the porta potty, the sound effects, or like at least the sound treatment here. Did you guys know? Guys, notice that like when the kids whack at the sack. <laughs> The, those like the sound of impact like those are i don't know what's going on here but those kids are all fucking future sammy sosas or something that's some that's, that's some the, shit right jackass there. does that all the time where they add sound effects to make it way worse yeah, yeah. and uh or sound way worse and all the better I to it, it. Yeah. no no so do i because chris as you mentioned a lot of the times the camera and the the microphones won't pick up the actual pain like think about the the from a couple episodes ago where johnny knoxville is getting checked like they absolutely mm-hmm. had to add more of a crunch to it because yeah. it it would it would give the the feeling that just seeing it doesn't give. And I think this does a good job as well. Granted, they were plastic bats and I guess they couldn't have gone wooden, but I can't imagine this actually hurt all that bad. Rick Cossack no. wasn't complaining when he got hit, so it couldn't have been that bad. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't even uh, like clue into that either that they were using plastic bats, but that's, that makes sense. That's a good that's a good uh, safety precaution to take. And I think it would be safe at this point to give it a quick rating. I'm just going to jump in and say that uh, human pinata for me. God damn, I'm a real asshole. Four and a half out of ten. It was fun, but nothing really. There was no big payoff. And like the strange thing about this episode is that although I'm having a good time watching it, nothing's really, uh, I don't know, made me just want to like, you know, jump up and down out of my chair and, and uh, exclaim that this is the best fucking thing ever. It's not the eggnog challenge. Right. It's not the fucking, I don't know, uh anything good satan versus god is a good one that comes right. to mind like not every stunt has to have a huge impact or like a huge like you know wow factor to it uh but this just felt like it was missing something extra i guess yeah i i agree with you there but and but i also think that that just because there were a couple lower scores in this one doesn't take away i actually really loved this episode and i think an episode with all tens just doesn't exist and I don't need every everything to be a 10. I'm giving this one a five and a half. I think it could have done more with the premise. And I liked the, the just for that one shot of Johnny getting his his ass kicked by a bunch of kids while he's in the fetal position. Otherwise, I was going to go like a five because I think they could have done yeah. so much more with it. Yeah. yeah, this shot reminds me of when you're on the golf course. You got some people playing slow in front of you and you bring out the big dog, <laughs> hammer it right into them and a four. Oh, OK, OK. You could have saved that for a golf one. I mean, oh, is that what they say? Oh, shit, I've been yelling five this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes right through their five hole. You're like, nice. I think I killed Not a done. couple people. Um, <laughs> Trip Taylor's here to take the lube slide down in a mop bucket. He's just mm-hmm. like shoved right in there, legs hanging out. That looks like fun. Yeah. I'd, I'd do that. Why not? 
Looks good, especially uh, if I got to wear a helmet. No one else is wearing a helmet. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's, uh, what's that all about? I didn't even notice that. Helmet, come on. <laughs> Carpet skating's up next, boys. Oh, man. Uh, I got to say, like, starting with this segment, and there's another one, but there's always good hardcore punk for these segments, and I just fucking love it. I'm going to explain what this is in a second, but I got to say, shout out to the Circle Jerks for this song, Wild in the Streets. Love it. You Thank actually you. know what the was, name of this song? I was, I was hoping that you did, Jay, because I, I wanted to uh, get that song added to my old Spotify. Nice. Please do. Where it's you can a real bang the Jackass podcast show. <laughs> you can. You can do that. And uh, here's what's going on with carpet skating. So they've got some decks without trucks, skateboards for you uh, ill-informed. Down the stairs of various hotels with pro skaters. That's basically all it is. We get a couple shots of, uh, you know, people you might not recognize from the crew, but making guest appearances. But then something strange happens, guys. Wait a second. I thought this was carpet skating. Why are we doing this <laughs> on the clearly non-carpeted streets of a city in the USA? Uh, like, did they remove the carpet? I don't understand. Where Where is the carpet? Well, the carpet was being used by Wee Man in a future sketch, actually. Uh, so they had to take it off. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I got it. Oh, go ahead. I, no, I got to say, Day One Song. That's he. We needed to mention his Dude. name. That's what. That's what I was. He's he's one of the greatest ever. He still is so good. He's, oh, I don't know how old he is right now. I follow him on Instagram. He is doing the most gnarly shit you could ever imagine. Like, it's, he is so technical. He does shit where he takes the, the bolt off his truck and does a trick and kicks, kicks a wheel off and then like puts another wheel back on <laughs> mid trick. Like, he's just unbelievable how creative that guy is. He's and 47 he's, years yeah. old. Wow. It's, it's still going insane. Too. He's, uh, he was so impressive, man. This was like, we're not rating this one because it, it, it lacks a little bit of structure, but this was what a great palate cleanse. I say that a lot like a palate cleanse, and that's what the interstitial should be. This one may be a little bit too long. I think there are a couple attempts that they could have done without maybe one by Gooch, one or two by Gooch, where it just doesn't really go anywhere. But holy fuck, watching Daywon's song just rip ass in this one was so cool. It was just really impressive. Yeah, big time. Check yeah, out his Instagram, awesome. people. Like it's it's the best skateboarding Instagram account to follow. It's just Little videos of just weird shit you can never even think of. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just the fact that you have a pro like that on the show, like I, I didn't recognize him out of the gate. I'm glad you guys knew who that was, but I recognize the name and it's just like, I, I think one of the things I love about Jackass too, is when you get these guest appearances for skaters and stuff, usually it's guys who go on to, you know, continue to do something in their career or, right. you know, already have that notoriety and it's just... Yeah, adds a little bit of flavor of the time. Like it just goes to show that like jackass and skateboard culture were synonymous at this Still time. Still rooted in the same thing, right? Yeah, like it, yeah. It's lasted, you know, the test of time. Like you go watch the new movie and there's there's how much skateboarding was actually in that movie other than the guillotine? Now that I think of it. I mean there was guests. <laughs> there wasn't much skateboarding, shit, but, but here's the thing. When when we're in the theater watching the new movie, there's like I would say there's three or four of my favorite like underground skateboarding guys and yeah it's like so weird that they're 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 i wouldn't say like and if you know skateboarding they're really popular but they have no mainstream things like dave gravette was a guy that jumped over on the bike uh on the on the ramp and then they had this guy uh aaron jaws homoki homoki i think it is who does like the craziest drop-ins off of roofs and things i think mm. he actually really hurt yeah. himself and he's kind of recovering back again but it was just so cool to see these guys in it and it was like i, I don't know i was just uh, it's great. Get, yeah. get the recognition. Thanks, Are you I Chris? Chris is. I just no. He's out. he he got really emotional. Chris is getting <laughs> really emotional at some of the old skaters. Guys, you know? He loves those guys. Yeah, yeah. And you know, 
I was just having a thought here, boys, now that we're just on a quick little tangent about the movie, the new movie. Um, do you remember back before it came out and they announced they were filming it and there was rumors and no one was really sure if it was happening or not? I remember listening to a podcast with Steve-O and they said they were doing it and he confirmed they were filming it. And my mind was just running fucking wild with like, what are they doing? Like, what yes. are the stunts going to be? And like, I don't know why I had this thought now, but I guess what I want to segue into is that that excitement of like um, just speculation over Jackass and what they're going to do to top themselves. Like when I heard Johnny Knoxville seriously in- injured himself during the filming, I'm thinking like, I can't wait to see what that is. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I just want to let the listeners know that next week we're actually going to take a break from our regular run. Oh, yeah. I figured this was a good, good time. Point. And we're actually going to do a bit of a different format episode where we're just going to sit down, talk about what we've seen so far in season three, maybe some of the other jackass things we haven't had a chance to reflect on yet. And we're just going to do an episode of just straight bullshit and about, you know, speculate on some things, talk about our favorite moments and just have a real fucking rip roar and good time doing that. So I just wanted to plug that, let you know we're going to shake it up next week. It's going to be the equivalent um, of the uh, equivalent of the uh, muscle stimulator of our podcast episodes where it's just it's just uh, the three of us just hanging out, finding time to talk about something we love with a little bit less structure. You know, we, we can have some fun yeah. with that. And we had such a positive response to the Jackass Forever one, which was a little bit less structured as well that I'm going to try that, uh, try that out. So give it a listen next week and let us know what you think. Yeah, I think there's always a lot of fun to do the behind the scenes talk and just have like, you know, I don't know, just shoot the shit about Jackass. So we're looking forward to having you there with us and uh, that'll be next week. But here we have a job to do. So let's get back into it. This is uh, carpet skating. I don't think we're going to give this one a rating. However, if I did, I'd have to give it a real big penalty for, uh, uh, you know, not owning up to the promise of the title, not having the carpet. I mean, well, listen, Jay, when you shred so hard on carpet, the carpet gets removed. So clearly they were just committing so hard that the carpet was no more. Okay. Wow. That's fine. That's very true. (laughs) <laughs> a minute for that. All right. Uh, oh, I listen, I will say this though, guys. Runs, baby. On a side note, uh, the, the particular I, there's a particular aspect of the phrase. Does the carpet match the drapes that came to mind? I need an explanation on this, please, because I don't know what you guys are into, but I don't find it socially acceptable to invite strangers to walk all over my pubic region with their socked feet. And uh, on that note, I also can't think of a time where I use my you know luscious, flowing locks of brown hair to cover up the windows of my house while I'm I don't know rubbing one out. Um, oh. Then- I, yeah. I think you you just need a new uh, you need Doesn't to discover sense. some new playlists on on Pornhub because you, okay. it feels like you're living a very sheltered life behind those curtains. Okay. Well, before we get back into it, um, I just want to note on the podcast on the record that when I do rub one out, uh, it's always for glory and country. Of course, uh, <laughs> I, I only whack it to the Canadian national anthem. Yes, uh, true patriot. I just love. whack it because I'm so depressed you and know. I just need that dopamine hit. That's it. That's, That's another that keeps one. me from not offing myself. You know. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. Chris actually wipes it off on the Canadian flag. It's like two very different no, things. Never, right, right, don't right. ever put me in that okay. corner. I'm a fucking believer in this country and the freedom convoy and everything that comes with it. All right. <laughs> Look, I didn't want to believe the rumors were true, but uh, hey, uh, hey, at least this is a cock that all of us can command. That's all I'm there saying. Go. I got enough of these. I got jokes like these for days. Let's move on. Uh, Knoxville yep, is back on, for another another <laughs> big order. <laughs> I just being quiet and you're like, you're like, guys, we got, we got to go. We're like, tell us again about your drapes. You're, you're leading the episode. Yeah. Yeah. True North strong and free, baby. All right. Next segment. Uh, Knoxville is back Peter for North another order. Ooh, Ooh, baby. Yeah. yeah. I bet he's cummed on a few flags here. Or there. <laughs> that guy's like a loose cannon. Knoxville is back for another order of bum bum chicken here. God, it took us fucking long enough to get to it. 
Uh, in case you skipped ahead, uh, please rewind to hear me talk about whacking it to the Canadian National Anthem. But this time, it's more <laughs> like uh, some bacock. He's putting his penis on a guy instead, uh, instead of his bum bum. Yeah, this one feels... He, I, feel like he I don't like this up. one as much as the other one. It felt like just awkward and uncomfortable, like he was intimidating the guy. This one wasn't as fun to me. That's why I loved no. it. The guy was so little, and he just wanted to leave so bad, and it was just like, <laughs> nope, I'm just going to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and he did success so i mean hey i think uh you know after an experience like that you might need a little time off blow off some steam go on a vacation how about we hit up notre dame Um, or as we like to call it notre dave instead of notre dame because it's dave Dave. england as the hunchback of notre dave yes guys let me let me just take the lead on this one real quick because i I really brought up a lot of things over here so basically you have dave england dressed up as Quasimodo, the hunchback in Notre Dame, running yes. around outside of Notre Dame and just getting people's reactions. And what really bothered me is, you know, put yourself in this perspective. You're you're a young little baby boy hunchback, uh-huh. man. Growing up, you have no heroes, no one, no one that you could resemble. Yeah. But they look up to this guy, Quasimodo, you know, he was out, ostracized. Nice little boy. No one gave him the time of day. And, you know, he found his living inside that, that uh, you know, Notre Dame place. Yeah. And this this kid's growing up, you know? Like, what if this was a real boy? And his only hero was Quasimodo. And people are being mean to him outside the place where he was supposed oh to gain his liberance finally. And these people are just dicks. Gain his what? Liber- liberation. clearly said liberance. Come on, get with the program. Liberace. <laughs> Chris, you're absolutely right. The I can't people are how fucking mean. They are. mean. Like, he could have They're been a running real away from him. The whole, you're the running whole point, away from him. The whole point of Hunchback of Notre Dame is to not judge people because he's a nice guy doing these <laughs> things. And everybody outside the literal Hunchback of Notre Dame Palace are fucking running away from a hunchback. And that's not fucking cool, man. All right. That's he fair. Had no heroes. He, he did. Yeah. No, no, Chris makes a good point. You don't want to scar the children who may or may not look up to the hunchback in Notre Dame. And I'm just saying this might be the perfect time to mention that I thought, hey, wouldn't this have been a great Don Vito cameo? Uh, maybe yeah. a second thought. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Uh, maybe not so it's, much. It's, you're right, though, Chris. Everyone fancies themselves a real Esmeralda. Uh, but in the end, they're just a Claude Frollo. Holy shit. <laughs> couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. Just pull that out? I've spent time thinking of this from last night, how I was going to present this segment, and I couldn't even get that deep. You're fucking unreal, Mikey. Um, dude, uh, here's, here's one thing that's unreal. Do you guys recognize this fucking cardigan? The yellow cardigan. It's all yeah, over it's, Jackass oh, it's Forever. The, the poop sweater, yeah, yeah. 100%. Totally. Love that yeah. one. Uh, uh, yeah, the one he wears to the hardware store. Dave obviously getting it, stretching it out a little. Everyone who's worn a cardigan will know. Once it's stretched, it's never coming back. It, and and this this hunchback yeah. must have stretched it out quite a bit. My biggest thing about this one though is I don't I honestly don't understand. Jay, you may know this, but how does Jackass have a song for everything? Like, where yeah. do they find a song that says hunchback multiple times prominently <laughs> and fits the theme of the show? Yeah, yeah. Here's no, my totally, man. Have you yeah. guys ever heard, ever, ever name one song that's about a hunchback? Even sure in the even in the movie Hunchback of Notre like Dame, you won't find a song about the uh, about a hunchback. It'll be like talking around it. it. No other song says hunchback specifically like nine times. There might be a song about a humpback whale, and you could kind of fit that in. A little oh, true. Bit. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, in terms good. of the actual, I think it's Knoxville. I've always said that from what yeah. I've heard from the other Jackass guys. Apparently, he's just a fucking music music connoisseur. Did you guys like yeah. the minute to minute of this one though? Like, apart from, I, I feel like mm. the premise of it was awesome similar to the uh to the the pinata one which is a word i've been struggling to find all episode long 
but it's a great idea. But Dave England's personality doesn't show up at all. I thought he would talk mm. a little bit more. I thought he'd make a backstory for the character like he did in I, maybe maybe he just peaked too early in urban kayaking, you know, like he nailed <laughs> that one. He fucking nailed that one. Uh, yeah. And I want more of that. I want more of that. Yeah, yeah it's tough to see what he could do with this one once he got into public and he was running around you know people freaked out a little bit but there was no like shot of him in the sunset by a like a the bell up in the yes, tower or something exactly. you know you could have had exactly. some flavor there i guess oh by the way uh this is the dickies with she's a hunchback if you're looking for it also a good punk rock song i cannot express to you listener how good <laughs> these songs you've probably never heard of are so go look that one up and uh, put it on your playlist yeah, i'm, I'm thinking Burn, like you know? yeah yeah well you're Totally right. What did you think of this one, Chris? I, I was just mad at the people. Like, it was a great idea. It was funny. Just the idea of actual hunchback running around Notre Dame. And just no one got it. No one, like, played into it. No one was nice to it. It was just, I, like, it just missed in so many corners. I thought it could have been great. But I, I don't think it's Dave England's fault, per se. He was kind of playing the character pretty well. Just, meh. It just was one of those ones that didn't really work out, unfortunately. Why don't you uh, jump into your review, then? Uh, I'm going with a four again out of ten. Seems to be close to my numbers for all these, which is weird because I really enjoyed the episode, but the actual ratings aren't that good. Maybe the interstitials are carrying over. It's kind of strange. I think episodes that have a couple really good ones really raise the overall feeling, even though you have a bunch Mm. of fours. You need that one as like the as like the 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 whatever's going to start the flame like the catalyst and and i think this one had that we'll get to that in a little bit but uh, i agree chris this one was a little bit disappointing great idea i just think that they chose to go with the wrong tone they chose to go with chaos instead of what you described jay as something a bit more melancholy and finding humor in the writing of the scene instead of the running of the pedestrians around so i'm going to give this one a four and a half yeah, plus the hunchback is the guy who fucking burned that place down anyway. So, I mean, yeah, like... It definitely was I, him. I can't no, give him too big sure. of a score. I'm just going three out of ten. Hunchback uh, had a hot plate he forgot about, left it on overnight. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was some kid that... It was some yeah. little hunchback kid looking for his hero watching this episode, and he grew up and said, <laughs> fuck it, I'm burning that place down. Yeah. Oh, Probably. dude, what if the hunchback kid looking for his hero became the new hunchback, you know? Ooh. And uh, moved into the clock tower and, like, was laid on rent, and, like, that was... You know, he's like mad at the landlord. Ooh, you could be Francois. I'll show you. And then he fucking. I think it would have been Claude Frollo once again. But uh, uh. are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) That got me. Mikey, would you would you care to break down the uh, soundtrack uh, track by track for us of the Hunchback in Notre Dame? Uh, uh, I quick. will. I'll, I'll break them down. Do I'll break it down by saying that it doesn't hold a candle. <laughs> Uh, to the song that we get in this stunt. And that's all I need to say about that. All right. All right. Fair Pretty enough. True. But hey, boys, I've had enough of this bullshit. I want to hit the Metro and go where the action is. Go where the people gather. The Metro. Yes. Uh, what better way than to dress up as a bunny in uh, which I think is just a brilliant move here. You'll find out in a second why. Mm-hmm. I always think every time I see the bunny costume, it's wait, that's Pontius, right? It is Pontius. I'm not mistaken. It's got I can tell by the way he's hopping. This is Pontius. Okay, strange, strange observation, but I'll, I'll take it. Um, his finger gets stuck in the door. He's in in the train for reference. He's not on the platform. That would be a disaster waiting to happen. And uh, he starts screaming. He's losing it. This bunny is very, very upset that his finger's stuck in the door. Now, what makes this beautiful is the reveal so that's good, about man. to happen. So good. 
no, nobody's really what before I reveal it. Nobody's really trying to help this guy or anything. There's, it's kind of like it reminds me of uh, Tom Green's Subway Monkey Hour, where we, Tom Green was in Japan on the subway and just nobody would pay any mind to the man. Yes, screaming but this about was different because it felt like they were kind rapes, of playing along you know? with the joke. Yeah, and what happens next is just beautiful. The camera pans over to a graphic beside the door that is almost like pound for pound the same bunny <laughs> with his hand caught in the door <laughs> it's so good and when i saw that can't ask for better than that, that is honestly the hardest i've laughed in all of jackass season three so far and that's not that's not i'm not saying that as a shot that just when i saw the camera pan and it's a picture of a bunny dressed just like chris pontius's bunny with his hand stuck in the door i lost my mind it was so fucking funny and it felt so good it was just the perfect shot it laid on him long enough and panned over and then gives you that little feeling of like yeah, oh yeah. now i understand what the fuck i just watched and it's good that they didn't if they showed that before the stunt it wouldn't have landed the same way that yeah. as the punchline was mm-hmm. amazing yeah it's it's like um it's just yeah the do you remember like when airplanes for some reason when we were a kid like in the safety book it would have yes. weird characters like a bunny or like a clown in all these weird <laughs> circumstances and it i guess it's to get people to actually pay attention to it because I, I would always get in the plane be so excited to find the weird little characters in the safety book meanwhile i'm looking at all the safety information so i guess it it holds the weight in those types of things but it, it i don't know this is just so good unfortunately i remembered this from before so i was like i once he, i knew the bunny and he was yeah. going there i remembered the whole thing but <laughs> oh man just, i didn't remember so it perfect yeah yeah yeah, and if you haven't seen it either, we just spoiled it for you. Sorry about that. Um, uh, great. That's probably one of the best interstitials I've seen. They just, that's like how I think you should use an interstitial. Totally. You know? Perfect. Um, or this next one. Or this next one was actually amazing as well. Yes, you're correct. This is a special, a special bench edition of Bum Bum Chicken here. Except this time, this time, Knoxville tries to put his arm around the guy sitting next to him, which causes a small fight. And then the bunny from the subway shows up. It's perfect. I love it. The bunny from the subway shows up, diffuses the situation, and then the guy calms down and Knoxville puts his arm back around the <laughs> yeah. guy and he gets pissed off again. That was like the the moment living in that guy's head would be that's, just absurd. That's the best part about yeah. this. He's, yeah. You know, he, you could tell he's been around. He's seen some weird shit in his life. He's fucking clearly drunk, a bit of a vagabond type character. And he just is like, is this guy really putting his arm around me? Gets pissed <laughs> off. And then a fucking bunny comes out of nowhere, saves the day. <laughs> and it just, it's so perfect. And the guy's yeah. got to think like, look, if this bunny can't save me from, can't stop this guy from putting his arm around me, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, the, I think the only way you could have made this better, the only way is after they, they uh, Johnny put his arm around him the second time after the bunny diffuses the situation, is if the guy was just suddenly in a better mood because yes. the bunny was yeah, there that and they, they just hugged for a second, you know? That would have been great. Uh, been but anyway, fantastic. Paintball Duel is up next, <sighs> and this ain't no old-fashioned ordinary duel. Well, I guess in a way it is old-fashioned. What the fuck am I talking about? Because it's cowboys here, boys. It's old West-style paintball yeah. duel with Knoxville, Cossack, Pontius, and Cossack taking part. They put on cowboy gear for this and everything. Uh, Pontius and those fucking assless chaps... Oh, he's a snack, isn't he? Dude, uh, Pontius dressed the way he's dressed right now. If I if I told you he had a puka shell necklace on in this stunt, you'd believe me, right? Like he, he no. the leather vest. Are you kidding me? What goes better with a leather vest than a puka shell necklace? A holster <laughs> with fucking guns, man. A yeah. holster held together with a puka shell belt. Okay, I think, I'll, give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He's getting right. close, guys. We're going to see the puka shell necklace at some point. I guarantee it. 
I was I, when anticipating... it happens, I'm gonna lose my fucking marbles <laughs> or my puka shells. <laughs> I was anticipating an Old West shootout, and this does not disappoint. Uh, they're going to do it just the way you picture it in your mind. Take your paces, turn around, fastest draw is going to win. I think the way they were doing it is who get gets hit first, but it seems like it devolves into chaos. It's kind of hard it's to tell who, what's who going gets on hit sometimes. First in the in the between like below the neck to above okay. the nuts, and the problem is, right, is right. everyone's turning away from it except Johnny, who's who's like not afraid of the pain, and that no. ends up being a detriment because he loses everything he has because he's he's squaring up to them, which is what they should be doing everyone else is like hiding their chest which is a little bit lame but it ends up giving us some good content i actually really fucking like this one yeah Yeah, me too who are you who did you guys think was gonna win pre-tournament johnny honestly i i I I was was kind of hoping caustic seems to do really well surprisingly (laughs) in a lot of these things like whenever they have like the uh these weird little tournaments and he happens to be in it he usually overshines more than you would expect so i was kind of hoping for him but then it was i was kind of right because you know, Cassick ends up winning. Dude, Cassick yeah. though, Who the hell he was, was that guy anyways. He, Mike Cassick, I think he's a skateboarder. Uh he uh-huh. was he was great because he really played into the the role as well. Like you can see he like at one point in the final duel, he does like a cowboy role. And I was like, yeah. that's my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my boy. That was awesome. Yeah, that was when he did the cool. cowboy role and won, holy tombstone. That was fantastic. <laughs> I think my favorite um moment was in the first round with Pontius versus Cossack, where they determined that Pontius won by lactation, which I thought yes, was good. Yes, yes. <laughs> right Cossack, good for Either Pontius being lactated. the only one. Good for Pontius being the only one with like exposed flesh. Yes, like everybody oh, yeah. else is covered up. Like you know that people you could just see by the welts and everything. Again, paintballs must fucking suck. I've never been yeah. hit with one, and it oh, looks like even yeah. they use Not high fun. power paintballs Depends anyways because they suck, the, man. The, they suck yeah. way more than people think. They suck a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, there's certain parts where it won't hurt as much, but like if you get hit in the hand or something like that, or something where like the skin is really thin, or you know, fucking shit like that sucks. The neck sucks. Well, obviously, the nuts. Uh, God, yeah, paintballing. I haven't been paintballing in so long. I get it. But I got to do what, that again one day. Uh, what didn't suck was the fact that they clearly paid for the rights to get some uh, Sergio Leone or uh, Ernie Maricone, whatever his name is, the the guy who does most of the spaghetti westerns, like Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. They got the music. I think oh, this yeah, was yeah. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, and it yeah, just whistling, works so well. Yeah. I like that they didn't. I like that Pontius didn't show up dressed as like Bunny the lifeguard. Do you know what I mean? I like that they all yeah. tried to like pretend like they were taking it seriously because sometimes mm. that makes the joke funnier as opposed to like trying to make it silly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Cossack dressed as Cossack. There's a point where he goes to the camera and he's like, How do I look? And you can tell he thinks he looks good. He think and he wants that answer. They're like, Dude, you look like a fucking, <laughs> you, look, you look like a joke. And it really hurts him. And that made me laugh, even though it was like a real, very real moment and probably hurt him to this day. Yeah. Still crying about it somewhere. Um, I don't know, guys. I I think like it's kind of hard to talk in detail about this one in terms of like things that happens or big happened or big moments. But I think you're onto something there, Mikey, with the fact that, yeah, the presentation was good and they really did commit to it. Having the music was great. Um, So yeah, you can't ask for much more in terms of a cowboy stunt. They did what they told you they were going to do and they gave you a little extra flair on top of it. So I'm just going to give it a quick rating now and say that uh, out of everything we've seen so far, I don't think this beats the slip and slide, but I would give it a solid right down the middle five out of 10. What are um, you doing? I can't you go above crazy. the slip and slide. If I go above in the slip and slide, it no longer makes sense. That's why. They, they That's why I'm the five. slip and slide. What are nah, you nah, doing? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> this one nah, is so it can't good. Be. It can't be. It's good, but it's like, 
It's just dude shooting paintball. I've seen that before. I, I like the costumes and stuff. Don't get me wrong. Music is great, but I don't know. Okay, because I, I, I have something that I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to throw your way in the last stunt of this one. That's going to throw everything for a loop based on what you just said. So you fucking prepare. Your, I'm pissed. I'm out for blood All now. Right. All um, right. I'm going to. I'm giving I'm giving the paint. No, I'm going to lay it on you in a little bit. So now you got to you got to worry about it a little bit. The true anticipation of a of a slow burn like a Sergio Leone movie. I'm giving this one an eight out of ten. Not quite an eight point five because that's what I gave the spermathon, and and I think the spermathon had a bit more to it. But I loved the setup of this one. I loved the paintballs. There was a little bit of pain involved, but it was more about the spectacle. And spectacle goes such a long way for me in these. Uh, yeah, I'm going with a three out of ten. Fuck you. Uh, you no, all right. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> the blame must be shifted. No, but, if that's but the for, case. for real, I'm going a, a six out of 10. It, it was cool. It. I like the spectacle, but I, I really don't see what, what you got so much out of it. Maybe you're just one of those fucking, what do they call it? Those sing along friggin' live action. What do they call that shit? Plays? What are Plays? you talking about? <laughs> are, did you hurt your head? <laughs> what is happening? Why am I in a jackass podcast with two guys who don't like jackass? What is happening? <laughs> I love jackass. I just don't like those friggin' plays. Oh, I've never been dressing up and fucking singing songs. And all of a sudden you're just like, what are, why don't you just go fucking Gee, go watch Do you know what that? he's talking about right now? I, Look, I love Jackass, but I have, I have honestly, no idea what the fuck. I, 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 I know what I'm talking about, and it's not coming out right. Like, no, I, I know that, it. Chris. I'm very aware that it's not coming Whatever. out right. Okay, it's, it's like go, go see a play or some shit. Oh, whatever. Six I do. Time. I've seen. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> All right. Fucking nerd. Let's move on. All fucking, right. Right. fucking Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat over here, fucking giving ratings. Mikey, <laughs> I'm just. I'm gonna say this. Listen. You rated this an eight, right? Yeah. You remember the Ultimate Fighter? I do. You rated that an eight. I did. You're saying this is as good as the Ultimate Fighter. I am because I think the context makes a lot of sense. The Ultimate Fighter was very good for one person, and that was Ryan Dunn. Uh, I think this is a great communal one, and I think they do different things. And and this one didn't require the bravery because there's no such thing. Like it's a little bit of pain. It's not getting knocked out by a UFC fighter, but the pomp and circumstance around it meant a lot to me. I like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I may be upset at the uh, the discourse here, but all I need to do to feel better, boys, all that I need to do to feel better is to uh, just get out my big, friendly, giant-sized stepping stool, go into the <laughs> woods with my buddies, and flip over it. Because uh, that's what Brandon Deco and the boys are doing here. Uh, kind of a strange yeah, interstitial. Just hitting the CKY uh, stairs to nowhere, you know? Yeah. Did, did they go to someone's house, do a B&E, like with some hand saws and cut off a segment of their porch? Like, I don't understand where they got this Or thing do people from. just leave what? porches in the middle of the forest? <laughs> like, it has I to be one of those that's things. The latter. I think that's I think that's what it is. Just like yeah. people were there and their house got demolished and things got taken and then just like part of the porch was there. It could be. I The only thing worth talking about in this one, apart from the fact that it's great to see them having a fun time, is that Ryan Dunn's toque is the same as the toque that the kid in the movie Elf wears. Uh, and, and that's not okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. What it's like f- a toque with a beak. What are you doing? Right. Why are you wearing you know that? What? On one hand, Jesus Christ. On the second hand, you've been promoted to new fun fact guy. Of the day, that, was, <laughs> that was good. That was some deep digging shit right there. I couldn't have come up with that. Uh, listen, boys. You know what else relaxes me when I'm feeling agitated? What's that? Uh, going to the park and uh, getting the birds to crawl. Yes, crawl all over me. Uh, Johnny Knoxville's got some bird food, and he's just going to go and fucking play with the birds for a bit. He does There's put it in his butt crack, uh, so he takes a page from Steve-O and Wild Boys here. 
That part's uh, good. Sorry, There's only a go couple ahead. things I want to say about this one because it's basically just Johnny in the middle of birds, like a, a bunch of birds getting them to jump on him and eat from his hands and then his ass crack. But the, what did make me laugh is the cameraman. I think it was Dimitri, judging by his voice. Uh, you can hear him say, do you think the bird suit would have worked here? The bird suit from Jackass <laughs> season one, which is a great oh, callback because that's like hilarious. one of the notorious shit stunts that they've done, Oh yeah, uh, which is great. Uh, and the second uh, one is if I were to rate this one, once Johnny gets over, once he bends over and he puts the the food in his ass crack and the and the birds yeah. are there, I like to sometimes imagine if if there were a thumbnail for this on Pornhub, what the title would be. And I think the title would be <laughs> Johnny Knoxville gets ass eaten by millennial chicks in public. Hey, Ooh, right? well put oh, together. What? Somebody's been working on his SEO. I see. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. I've been working on my ass SEO. Listen, guys, I think it's about time we all bow our heads, uh, mm. kneel down, and welcome the true king of jackass. This is the Wee, Wee Man as the Wee King. And he's riding on top of this red carpet through the streets being pulled by a van. Uh, I really like the alternate king attire here. I feel like whoever is player one had to press right trigger and X to activate that one, but I'm glad we got <laughs> to see it unlocked. Boys, what did you think of this? You know what? It was It was good to get the... I'm glad this one exists because it gave us that shot of him getting dragged out that we see in the intro. Uh, but I don't, it was so inconsequential apart from that. Like once he gets the hang of it and you see him kind of getting dragged, it's okay. But when I saw him dressed as a king, I was thinking on rolling the red carpet and hitting Johnny Knoxville in the nuts like he does in the movie. Apart from that, I, I, I don't think we needed as much of it, especially for a stunt that's probably about three minutes long. Takes up a lot of real estate in in what I consider an otherwise pretty good episode. Yeah, this should have been like a 20-second interstitial. I, I just love when you just see that beaming, confident smile from Wee Man. I know. It's just the greatest smile, honestly. I, I can't really think of a better smile anywhere, like on any person. It just makes me so happy. So 20 seconds of that would have been more than enough for me. But yeah, I agree. It, it was unnecessary, the rest of it. Boys, boys, a long time ago, in, in our recent history, far, far I'll say... <laughs> Not actually in this galaxy. Um, oh, Rihanna was going through some uh, rough, rough times. And I know we, she's been through some shit, that girl. She's, she's, she was feeling a little down. But you know, sometimes when you feel down, you get inspired. Yeah. And when you're a musician, you just gotta, you just feel like you gotta write a real jam. You know what I mean? You just gotta put pen to paper and fucking bang those words out. Hell yeah. And boy, all I gotta mm -hmm. say is I'm glad she tuned into this episode when it aired because Bum Bum Chicken returns, but this time it's French guy with an umbrella chicken. And you Ella, can stand Ella, under mine anytime. Eh, eh. Anytime. Um, I have I have one thing to say about that, Jay. I know you're obviously what? referring to Rihanna's uh, uh, incident with Chris Brown, which kind of put her on on you know obviously a tough situation to be in. But that happened after the song "Umbrella" came out. So no, that, no that, I was I wasn't referring to that at all. I was referring to the time she uh, was uh, doing volunteer service at a McDonald's and oh. Brandon came by and gave her the old fire in the hole, and she never right. That was really that was recovered rough. from that. that they didn't rough, even know she know, was working she, that day. That was tough. My yeah. biggest takeaway from yeah. this one, because it's you know it's just an interstitial. This guy's a fucking G. The guy who's under the umbrella, he goes to a table to pick up an ashtray to threaten to smack Johnny in the head with it, and then laughs about it. But this guy's like such a like a French gangster that I'm I honestly was a bit surprised he had to go to a table to pick up the ashtray because he looks like the kind of guy who just has them in his pocket at any point. It's <laughs> just like have an ashtray to like get to somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Take this. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. This guy was badass. I want to see more of him.
Yeah. I love Johnny's reaction too. He's like, well, okay. And they both laughed at each other and they went their separate ways. Just you know? respect. It was, it was Just great. ultimate yeah. respect. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville sure did pad out this episode, but uh, there's no padding in this next one, boys. This is Oh, nutball. well done, dude. Well done. And Nutball was a game that Knoxville used to play as a young boy, frolicking with his <laughs> friends, which I can just picture now. You know, Knoxville, little Knoxville and those bullseye undies. Mikey, don't get too wet over there. It's okay. It's we too late. To talk about. It's too late, uh, man. So basically we sit in a circle, a nice sharing circle in the living room, and we got a nice heavy ball to throw around. And you can guess, I mean, like, hey, boys, it's you got to be sitting crisscross for this one because <laughs> your nuts have to be exposed. And yeah, it's all up to fate at this point, really. I think the image of the six guys sitting in a circle in their tidy whities alone is just really funny to me. They're just yeah. like sitting down like they're at a fucking sleepover getting into trouble. And that's what this one kind of felt like, <laughs> uh, you know, this vibe of, of, you know, we talk about the muscle stimulator of just having these guys over together, just getting into shit. You can tell there was some drinking involved, most likely in the background. I really fucking like this one. I forgot it existed. So when I saw Dave Aaron, or uh, Dave England standing there in uh, in his underwear at the like at the title screen, I was just like, man, just brought me right back. This was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. This was definitely. I was just when I saw this, like you said, like I it it slipped my mind. I totally forgot about this sketch, but it's one of. It's always been one of my favorite ones. Yeah. It's one of the ones that stands out in my mind the most as a jackass type thing. And I felt like the last probably three episodes, we haven't had one of those iconic sketch moments really in, in this season well, so far. I the was omelet. Just so, I'd say the omelet. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right about that. But but it, either way, it just felt like it was much needed at that time for me. You know, it went through the episode and just to kind of bring everything together. One of those big, powerful all-time jackass sketches and it's just so good it's just so funny it's just friendly joking around you know it hurts a little bit but it's not brutal like, until mm-hmm. the end i guess but yeah. it's it's just awesome yeah. yeah i love the moment that dave angler because they're all making jokes about like well obviously pontius has got an advantage because he's got a lot of meat covering his nuts which is just hilarious <laughs> to think of dave england looks at the camera and says i have a little dick and one nut so I, I didn't realize he only had one nut, but it's a smaller target, but also smaller amount of protection. He's staring at the camera and gets, I don't know another way to describe what happens to him except for yeah. he gets clapped because the sound that that ball makes oh, when it, so it when it clearly lands on his ball, like just on his ball <laughs> oh. is excruciating. It hurt yeah. me to hear it. And the look in his face, it looks like he's going to throw up. He's like, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I, I just yeah, lost my one like good ball. A real three pointer. That one, it was high up in the air. It had some hang time. Yeah. Beautiful shot. <laughs> that, the sound of the ball, Mike, you hit the nail on the head is the best part about this. It's and it just didn't like sound like so a fake distinct. sound. It didn't yeah, sound no. like a fake one. It, that it's felt legit. real to me. Yeah. Yeah. The sound effects here again, another great example in this episode of every time you get a ball to ball, you get a nice pop. And it's, it's kind of <laughs> like, how they put that like those fucking sound effects into video games now or like apps, you know, when you do something, you get that little dopamine hit. I was getting yes. the dopamine hit from the, the ball to ball, you know, <laughs> like I, I was checking so, my phone like I had a notification every time someone's yeah, yeah. nuts got hit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this one's great. It's definitely a classic, but it's one of those like I feel like this is an underrated classic until you see it. You don't really remember that it's there, but then it just, you know. You, you see the visual and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, this is going to be great. And it, yeah. was, it definitely delivered, I think. And Steve-O um, was fucking great at it, man. He was great. Mm-hmm. I think his aim, his his like his his uh, circus games thing came in and he just had the hand-eye coordination to dominate is, everybody. That's it. This is yep. essentially the man's version of beer pong. Ah. You know what I mean? <laughs> that nice little yeah. elbow throw. 
You know, if you could play beer pong, this is where you step up to be a real man. You and know? you know, it's funny, Chris, as you, you say go. that you're like, this is the man's version. And like, we're not supposed to say like the man's version, but like, no, literally you gotta be a man you, to play nutball. Like yeah. you, you need the nuts. Otherwise you need the what equipment, you doing? right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know what? We're not done yet, boys. I mean, there's always in most good jackass stunts. I say most, they up the stakes at some point. They yes. know they're onto something. Let's make it. Let's take it another level. And they do that here. We're going to throw a dog bone. Now, if you have a dog or someone who has a dog, you know how heavy these fucking bones are that they chew on. Like, that's got some weight. When that comes down, it's going to be like a hammer. Uh, what I love here is they pick from a hat who's going to have to take the bone. <laughs> but before they rig the game and uh, they basically just put all Aaron in the hat, which is, oh, man. Nice touch. It like sucks, it. but it's also the best part of it. You know what I, I mean? Know. It's like part of me is like, fuck, man, just make it fair. But the other but part is like, it is so hell. much fucking funnier that it's going to be him. And they all know it except for him. And he probably didn't know until well after. Yep. Even probably, probably weeks after of that. Yeah. 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 That was great. I loved every moment of it. I mean, there's, listen, I know, Jay, you're the poo guy and 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 I'm the, the vomit guy and Chris is whatever. The cum guy, I think Chris is the cum yeah, guy. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll bear that cross. But the nutshot guy, like I just fucking, it's agony. It, like I love to see the agony of someone who got hit in the nuts. It just goes such a, it does such a good job for me. Yeah, totally agree. And what you a great sketch. This one? Yeah, I'm ready to jump in. Chris, why don't you give us yours? Right out, right I'm off the bat a fucking hundred percent. I'm a ten out of ten. This is the type of shit I love. This Baby. is that like it's it's that stuff that brings me back. It it just has everything I want. It has that camaraderie. It's I'm goofing around. You get it that levels of you know you get that deception at the end. It's just it's just one of those ones I go back and remember, and I can watch it again and again, and it's always going to be great. And especially mm-hmm. after kind of some lackluster things, this fully deserves a ten out of ten in my books. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm going to give my review after yours, Jane. I'm going to I'm going to leave okay. to you. But before you give your review, I want to remind you of what you said in the paintball sketch. You <laughs> said, right, I've seen paintball before. Uh-huh. I've seen people get hit by paintballs. Yeah, I've never seen this, though. I've, this I've seen else, people baby. get hit by paintballs. <laughs> Are you making fun of my goiter? Cut I it out. Say people get hit by paintballs. <laughs> you know, I, you know I'm very sensitive you. about my goiter. If I got a goiter. Hey, it's a goiter. You can shove your goiter right up your goiter. Hey, look buddy. it up, Chris. Go look up goiter. Ne- put the, neck the, goiter. Do it But right here's now. the thing. You said that you've seen people get hit by paintballs. We've seen people get hit in the nuts. We've seen a lot of people get hit in a lot of nuts. So I'm curious to see, Jay, where you rate this one. I'm going to rate it. I'm just, hold on. I'm just watching Chris. Oh my God. This one looks like almost like a butt cheek in the neck. What the hell? Okay. Well, I've never heard that description before, but I think that's my new favorite. Uh, they should put that in the dictionary under goiter. Uh, if you need an example. Oh sentence. Jesus. It's like a big yeah, baby. thick neck Ooh. thing. Fucking yeah. hell. I don't like that. Yeah. So for all, all my goiter heads out there, you know, you know who your true friends are on this. Podcast. I think they're goiters. Yeah. All right. Fine. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I got to rate this one. Yes. Um, Mikey's real upset, so I better be careful here. <laughs> uh, listen, though, if you brought up the muscle stimulator, <clears throat> that's going to go down as one of my favorite stunts. It's, it's yeah. in that top 10, I'm sure. Uh, this definitely has that feel. I would agree with that sentiment. However, I don't think it surpasses that. 
just because the muscle stimulator has it's it's charged, baby. For pardon the pun, but it is. It's got that extra little step to it. This was really good, though. This is something that, as much as it would suck to do, you'd almost want to do it with your friends if you were there. Um, so I can't go any lower than an eight, eight out of ten on this one for me. Wow, it's, man, you are a hard marker. You are a very hard marker. Although you know, unless I'm, it's the cornfields. Unless it's the cornfields, right? Yeah, why are we fuck? even talking about it? Everybody knows it's the best done of all time. Uh, this one, this stuff. one, I, I really enjoyed it, man. It's so iconic. I think, though, the fact that I didn't remember it and I did remember other ones along the way might be a little bit of a hit to it. I'm giving it a nine and a half out of ten, not quite a ten, because I do think we've had these. So, like you said, Jay, we've had these sorts of situations done slightly better. There you go. Yeah, it's a great, like, trust me, the reason I said at the outset of this episode that I enjoyed myself was uh, due in part to the great start and the nice finish. Like, it had a good top and bottom to it. Even if the middle got a little slow, you had a good time the whole way through. Everybody was having fun. Lots of laughs here. Um, but yeah, what a way to end it really. It had like, a, it had a nice perfect. top and bottom to it. Just like when yeah. uh, garbage man rode Johnny down the slide, nice top <laughs> and bottom. And there you go. And Hey, as usual, we get our credit roll here. Let's go to a fight in the yard in our target undies. And Hey <laughs> boys, I wonder if they sell a pair of those target undies at, uh, Trader Joe's. Oh, uh, yeah. Bad joke. Bad joke. I mean, not yeah. great. Bad joke. Listen, it's a real stinker. It was a real stinker, just like me, because this episode is over, and now I must go and defecate. I ha- I've i been holding in a real nice, juicy one for at least the last 10, 15. You know when uh, it kind of pokes at the anus and then goes back in? I've been having that. They call uh, it prairie dogging. Mm-hmm. Prairie dogging. So but before I you really, go, Jay, we got to yeah. give, give this its, uh, we got to give the MVP of the episode. Uh, Okay. And I and I have to give a shout out to someone. See, Jay, the amount oh. of times we're trying to shut it down and you just keep on bringing it back, Jay. This is fucking revenge time, right? Uh, I, I should have found a way to make this mobile. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, you start with your shout out, Chris, and then we'll get into our MVPs. Uh, I was just chatting with this guy yesterday. He sent us a message from Mexico City. Nice. Good old Dwight from Mexico City. As his fucking profile a. reads, he's a joker. He's a smoker. He's a midnight toker, and he gets his loving on the run. But uh, yeah, he just was a really big fan of the show. Sent him some messages. He found us just by searching in Jackass stuff, and yeah, it was great, so I wanted to shout him out. Dwight from Mexico okay. City. All right, Dwight. hey, Dwight from Mexico City. We better see a fucking review on iTunes from you. And yeah, now yeah, I know your name. Right, eh? You leave your name in the fucking review. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh Thanks God. for listening, buddy. Yeah. Muchas gracias. Viva Mexico. Uh, fucking, what's next? Mikey, please hurry. Let's let's go with our MVP, man. Let's go. Uh, I, I can hurry. I, I've got this one locked, loaded, and I say that on purpose because it's cowboy themed. Mike Cassick, specifically his cowboy role, is getting my nod for MVP of this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. I got to definitely go with Danger Aaron for sure. Okay, nice. Yeah. Oh, no, I, Aaron's. Yeah, that's a good pick. Aaron Aaron was great, but I think I gave him the MVP last episode, so I'm uh, uh, I I wanted to switch it up a little bit. He's about to MVP in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Most valuable poopy. MVP in his pants. What about uh, hey, do you guys have uh, do you guys have a LVP, the biggest loser of this episode? Well, uh, I'll jump in and give my MVP real quick. Um, oh. I would say that uh, the bunny is definitely my MVP because nice. that's just you can't get a better visual than that, my friend. Uh, but yeah, LVP uh, though. I'm yeah. I'm actually surprised that I'm gonna go this this way with it. Um, but I think I don't know. I, I want to give the guy credit, but I think it's Stevo. I think it's Stevo. See, it's tough. I was thinking that. 
except he won nutball. So I, yeah. I, I, I felt like I couldn't do it, but I, I okay. get that because no, he did fair. have another was, no yeah. show. I was thinking of the porta potty thing and how I yeah. just wish he did something more of it. But you make a good point there. But hey, I've already said my piece, so go ahead. You can't take it back. You can't take it back. Uh, I'm I'm uh, going with uh, Cassick because he was a terrible cowboy. Chris, stop it! <laughs> What's happening? Why is everyone against me all of a sudden? God, you fucking started getting mad when someone didn't agree with your stupid fucking views. Because they should. They should agree. Um, it's Cassick, baby. LV. All right, fine. I had I had a lot of trouble with this one, uh, uh, but the more I think about it, the more it makes absolute sense. And this may just be my choice moving forward. LVP of this episode is Chris Aaron worth my brother. That's uh, all I have to say about that. Oh, boy. Now it's personal. At least I made it to an episode. Haters (laughs) going to haters are talking about you. That's a good thing, you know? (laughs) Like sure. or dislike, I'm yeah. still getting the fucking views, baby. <laughs> that yeah, is anything, very anything, much a you yeah. comment. I like it. You know, you just put the spotlight on him more, really, by doing that. Uh, which is great, because, Chris, you know what time it is, my friend? Why don't you Jay's tell the people? Yeah, Jay's got a really kind of poop time. <laughs> Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can find us on Instagram at JackassPod, Twitter Jackassed. at Jackass, Jackassed Pod. Pod, yeah. Shit, I'm forgetting you. We're, we're so goddamn good, we are almost jackass people now. <laughs> so it is what it is. Um, yeah, check us out. Rate, review. Don't be a fucking dick. Honestly, just fucking do it. If you don't do it, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you to fuck I mean. off, keep listening at least, but like, come on, man. And uh, and also uh, in in anticipation of next week's episode, we're going to put some prompts up on Instagram to get some questions from you guys that we might uh, yep. be able to answer as well. Otherwise, email them jackasspod at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Well, I guess we can sign off now. Remember, find us there on our social media. Send us all of your money. Uh, we take e-transfer, uh, subway gift cards, and uh, how about... Uh, tokens from your local children's indoor playground game center. Um, And hey, maybe next week we'll find out how many Chris can fit into his mouth. Until then, (laughs) bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed. by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! This was a Press X for Sound audio production.